Welcome to the 4th and 10 Fantasy Football Podcast. This is the fifth time I've tried to record this. Children, man. Children. Anyway, Brendan is visiting family, and I'm giving him the day off. I know, incredibly nice of me to do. And I said, you know what, if I'm going to give him the day off, I will give Matt and Sam the day off as well. So it's just going to be me tonight, and this is going to be a rather quick podcast. Just going to have my thoughts for week two and move on. I just, you know... We didn't learn a ton on week one. I thought it was kind of a strange week. I think a lot of us would agree. A lot of the better teams just didn't play well at all. And uh, we still have questions. And that's kind of what I'm asking. I'm going to go through one question from each of the 30 teams that are playing. And we'll review what happened in the Vikings-Eagles game. And we can start there. Eagles end up winning against the Vikings. And in the first quarter, I was super concerned this game was going to suck. And I'm sure Amazon was on the phone with the NFL saying, what the fuck are you doing to us? We cannot keep having games that are this god-awful. And it picked up a little bit in the second quarter. Third quarter, fourth quarter were significantly better, and at the end of the day, it ended up being a very good game. 34-28 is what the Eagles ended up winning by. And fantasy, should be happy with many of the people who played tonight outside of probably Goddard and A.J. Brown. You might be a little disappointed in those two. Jefferson showed up. Fonta Smith had a hope and a prayer game, which is kind of what I was hoping for, but again, didn't expect, I guess is the best way to put it. DeAndre Swift showed out. He had a career game. If you played him like my opponent did in one of my leagues, congratulations. He ended up with around 25 points. Yay for you. But overall, it was a good fantasy night. And I think that's all we can ask for at this point when it comes to a Thursday night game, because they usually suck. So let's get into the rest of week two, what we are looking for. And all I'm going to do is give kind of what we did in week one, one question that I still have moving forward, and I am not quite sure what is going on. And, you know, just my thoughts. So you're getting unfiltered, Brett. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but we are unfiltering this man. So prepare for a little more cussing because, honestly, I don't really give a fuck. It's my podcast we going to do this the way I want to. So question one starts with the Ravens. I'm just going to basically go through all the teams kind of in order. You'll notice that it's, you know, first team I mentioned and the second team are going to be playing each other, but that's kind of how I did it. So for the Ravens, who will be replacing J.K. Dobbins? I think it's most of our questions. Is it going to be Gus Edwards? Is it going to be Justice Hill? I have a feeling it's going to be quite split, so I have Gus Edwards, but I am keeping him on the bench for week one, just to kind of see how it plays out. I am not sure, and I'm sure most of us are in the same boat, because we've seen this play out before. Dobbins has only played 24 of 66 games, and now it's going to be significantly worse missing this season, so... Will it be Gus Edwards? Will it be Justice Hill? Will Melvin Gordon step in? Will they go out and sign someone? Who knows? But in week two, I just kind of want to see how it plays out. For the Bengals, week one was a god-awful experience. So my question is very simple. Burrow, you good, bro? Literally, are you good? Because I don't know what the hell that was, and I'm sure anyone who was watching that game thought the same thing I was. Like, 82 yards? Jamar Chase can't hit him somehow. T. Higgins, eight targets, doesn't get a single catch. Burrow looked hurt. Is he still hurt? That's my question. I think it's most of our questions. I mean, should be simply, can we trust the Bengals' offense if Joe Burrow looks like shit? We know he's hurt. 
I think that is just a well-established thing. He mentioned it pretty much all this week, saying that the injury was a concern. So, how do we feel about this game, and how do we feel about the way he is playing? I want to know, Burrow, are you good, bro? For Seattle, did Geno regress, or was it just a bad week one? He was so good last year, and last week, against a not-good defense, he looked bad. DK saved his week with a touchdown, but Tyler Lockett had two points. JSN was pretty much in the same boat. Not good. We got to have better from Geno. We have three quality wide receivers, and this team looks to be better than it was last year. Maybe it was week one rust. That's what I'm going to chalk it up to right now, but week two is going to helpfully answer this question for me. Lions, can they have an efficient run game? Last year, they were built on the run. I mean, we all know that their offensive line was extremely good, and they were able to pretty much dominate on the ground game at will. Williams looked amazing. I think Monty, or Monty, I think Ty, uh, David Montgomery is a better running back than Jamal Williams. If you hear a dog in the background attacking his bed, that is happening. He likes to make a lot of noise too. So I do think David Montgomery is a better running back than Jamal Williams. And I think Jameer Gibbs can be a better DeAndre Swift. Getting him started makes sense in week one. I expect him to still be kind of on a a cap on how many snaps he sees. It makes sense. He's young. He's small. Gibbs, how effective will he be, is more important. I don't really like Gibbs. I'm not a Gibbs guy. But if he comes out and he looks better, it would make sense. He had a couple good runs in week one, but he just really wasn't involved. For the Colts, will Anthony Richardson learn how to get out of harm's way? Very simple. In the fourth quarter, he gets hit hard, and that moment should have said, hey, that was his welcome to the NFL moment, as you hear a lot. Not what you want to see out of a franchise quarterback. I do think Anthony Richardson, as the year moves forward, could be a league winner. I really do. It just has to look better than it did in week one. What I mean getting hurt like I just don't want him to get hurt I don't want him to that's the part I'm saying he got you 20 points you're going to be excited about that I just want him to make sure he avoids getting crushed so he doesn't get hurt the Texans what is Damian Pierce I have been worried about him all offseason I'm sure many of his owners are in the same boat that I am I do not have any shares of uh, Damian Pierce I avidly avoided him because I wasn't sure what to expect he needs to be better for CJ Stroud it's just plain and simple if he looks like garbage, C.J. Stroud, Stroud is going to struggle as well. For the Bears, can Justin Fields become an efficient passer? You're going to hear efficient a lot in these takes and these questions I have, but Fields looked rough. You brought in D.J. Moore. He was not involved in Week 1, and he is too good of a wide receiver to be a sideline guy. No, Fields needs to show us what I expected from him when he got drafted. I thought he was the best quarterback in that upper echelon the year he was drafted, and he is proving me, and he can't prove me wrong because Trey Lance has already been traded and pretty much a non-factor. But Fields, ooh, um, I did think he could compete with Trevor Lawrence. I really did, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But Damian Pierce needs to be better for that to happen. There's no... Uh, Damian Pierce, I'm sorry. We need to make sure that Justin Fields, reading my notes, horrible sometimes, can become an efficient passer and make DJ Moore and Mooney more efficient. I know Mooney saved his day with a touchdown. 
doesn't matter. We want to see DJ Moore. That's the guy who matters. For the Buccaneers, can they get some kind of rushing attack? White looked horrible when he came to running the ball. He wasn't really involved in the pass game either. If you're an owner of White, you were expecting more passing usage, more of a receiving back. That's what we kind of expected, and he just wasn't used properly, in my opinion. I'm sure many of our opinions as well. And we got to see if they can just run the ball, because if it looks like that, that's not going to be pretty. The Chiefs, will any wide receiver emerge to become fantasy relevant? I know Rice had a touchdown, and that's the only reason why he was fantasy relevant last week. Otherwise, it was pretty rough. I know Tony couldn't hold on to the damn ball, and Sky Moore was a humongous disappointment. But we got to see what this rotation of wide receivers are. And if it's going to be a complete rotation, very scary in fantasy, very scary indeed. The Jaguars, will Christian Kirk become a factor? He wasn't on the field much in week one. I'm sure your high-priced free agent from one year ago is disappointed as well as the ownership. You need to see him on the field. He is a good wide receiver. He is a good safety blanket. I know they did a lot of two wide receiver sets. It could have been the game plan, but... Christian Kirk, in my mind, was a top 25 wide receiver. I'm looking like an idiot after week one. For the Packers, can Jordan Love make a pass catcher each week become fantasy relevant? I know Dobbs was. He had two touchdowns. That's the real reason why he was. Other than that, I know he he you know he was on a snap count. So he was the best wide receiver out there. He had a lot of rookies and a lot of people who just haven't seen much playing time outside of Dobbs. So that's why you expect love to go to him. But I just want to see if he can make some wide receiver, and hopefully it's Dobbs because I'm the one you know, I've been on the Dobbs train. Um, fantasy relevant week to week. For the Falcons, can Desmond Ritter throw the fucking ball? Plain and simple. Because holy shit. Uh, eight, 18 pass attempts. What are we doing here? I mean, if we're not going to even attempt to run the ball, or not going to attempt to pass the ball because the run game is as good as it is, fine, but come on. You can't have a quarterback in the NFL look like this. I mean, I, I thought Desmond Ritter was a really good quarterback. I really did. I had a lot of hope in him, and maybe it's the scheme, but come on, man. Like, Kyle Pitts and Drake London are first-round picks. I'm sure they're scratching their head on, like, why the hell they got drafted. Is this going to be wide receiver hell? Is that why Russell Gage left? Because uh, I get it why. Is that why Zacchaeus left? I mean, come on, man. Like, no ball in the air, it felt like. For the Raiders, will Josh Jacobs come to form this week, or will it take some time? It's it's true that a guy that Josh Jacobs looks like a guy who just hasn't played and hasn't seen the field. I don't know how many weeks it's going to take for him to step up, but if you own him, I'm sure you are hoping it's this week. I'm not sure if it's going to happen, but I do hope it does. For the Buffalo Bills, can Josh Allen limit his interceptions? I mean, he's not going to have 52 interceptions at the current rate it feels like he's going, but he's eating the ball too much. It's just yeet, 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 and... uh, I've always been worried about his discipline and among other things about Josh Allen that I am not a fan of, but he is a very talented quarterback and the Buffalo Bills need him to stop just, hey, there's three guys I can yuck it farther than anyone else because we have players that we care about with like Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis for many owners. You can't just throw it up there and hope. 
the guy's got to have at least, you know, he's got to at least have a chance to catch the ball. I feel like two of the three interceptions, there was no chance for the wide receiver to catch the ball last week. For the Chargers, how will the run game look? Can it continue to look this strong? Eckler looks to be out. He may even be out at this point. I haven't checked. But is Joshua Kelly going to be able to step in and continue the run game? Maybe I should hold this one back. It's still the question I'm asking. It's the one that I'm kind of most curious about because Kellen Moore, we know, can run the ball. We saw it in Dallas, but we do think that uh, I'm sure most of us, including myself, think that Tony Pollard is an exceptionally good running back when it comes to running the ball. And they had Zeke Elliott. It does help, even though he's kind of washed at this point, which is crazy to say. For the Titans, can Tannehill stop sucking? I'm worried about this, boys. I really am. Ryan Tannehill looks like garbage. He looks like shit. There's no way to put anywhere else. And there are a lot of people out there that have shares in Traylon Burks and DeAndre Hopkins. And if Tannehill is going to suck this bad, we... Oh, those owners. I feel bad for you right now, man, because he looks washed. He really does. For the 49ers, is Debo really a wide receiver three with upside? After week one, that's kind of where I feel he is going to be. Fall from grace, man. He was a league winner three years ago, and now he is essentially just a hope and a prayer each week, and that just sucks. Where he got drafted, he got drafted with much more gusto, I guess I should say. I mean, we expected a lot more from him from where his draft status was, and week one doesn't look great considering the fact that they absolutely crushed the Steelers and they may not have an easier victory for their whole season than they did in week one, and Debo was pretty much a non-factor. A little scary. It looks like Brandon Ayuk is the wide receiver one. For the Rams, will any running back be able to run the ball? I've been complaining about quarterbacks. Now we have a team that looks like their running backs can't figure it out. Akers looked like absolute garbage. Kyron Williams was much better, but considering the fact that what we are going against, pretty sure anyone would be better. Their run game looked bad, and there is a lot of people out there that thought Akers could be a steal in the draft, and he is looking like shit, and Kyron Williams is looking like the better guy no matter what. It wouldn't shock me by week four, boys, if Akers loses his job if this continues. I mean, his efficiency is absolutely trash. I think it was 1.4 or 1.3 yards per carry after week one. Not a good start to the season, and if that continues, there's no reason to keep him on the field. For the Giants, what does this offense look like? We didn't see it. Nobody saw it. Dallas absolutely destroyed them. There's no reason that we gained any information from week one outside of the fact that Daniel Jones could not even say hike before getting hit. We just don't know what this offense is going to look like, and I am very curious to see which wide receivers will emerge. Can Waller uh, actually be the main pass catcher? What is Saquon Barkley going to look like this year? So, a lot of things that we just don't know from the Giants because they got absolutely destroyed. Cardinals. Can Hollywood Brown just hang on until Kyler Murray comes back? Uh, Joshua Dobbs pretty much has only been with the team for like three weeks. His first performance wasn't awful, but it wasn't great. You know, the Cardinals actually, as a whole, looked better than I expected. But Hollywood Brown, in my opinion, outside of James Conner, is the only two guys that I care about. It looks like Zach Ertz might become a thing. We have to hold on for that one, but Hollywood Brown has the highest upside, in my opinion. I think Connor has a safe floor, but I do think Brown has a chance to become a wide receiver, too, weekly, just because he's the main target on a team that has really no one else besides Rondell Moore. 
I just want to see if he can hold on until Kyler Murray comes back, which may not even happen this season. So we may be stuck with subpar quarterback play all year if you own Hollywood Brown. For the Jets, can Zach Wilson not suck? I think we all know the answer. I think everyone on the planet knows the answer. If you're a Jets fan, I'm sure you already sold your season tickets because Zach Wilson has been one of the worst draft picks I've ever seen. No joke. He's god-awful. And there's no point to expect him to get any better, but I'll let him have a little chance in Week 2. For the Cowboys... What does his offense actually look like? Because, again, the defense absolutely destroyed the Giants last week, and the offense didn't really have to do much. Outside of Tony Pollard, really no one else scored much in fantasy. We need to see what this offense is going to feel like. It doesn't seem like Brandon Cooks is going to play. He has not practiced all week, so there's a good chance that he is not on the field. So that might hinder us on really learning what this is going to look like. But Dak Prescott, given a chance, what is he going to give us this year? Because last year was not great. For the Commanders, can Sam Howell actually play as an NFL quarterback? Because I have not been a Sam Howell fan. I have thought that he was pretty much what we saw in Week 1, and it makes me feel good, but there is a lot of things riding on him in fantasy when it comes to the wide receiver position, and he's got to be better. If that's going to, you know, if we're going to get anything out of McLaurin and Dotson, he needs to play better. Maybe it's week one jitters, first real start, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, I know he played a little last year. It's fine. We got to see more from him. From the Dolphins, can anyone actually stop Tyreek Hill? 2,000 yards feels easy at this point. It really does. And that's strange to say, but it just felt like he could do whatever he wanted against the Chargers defense. I know they do not have a great pass defense, but the fact that Hill was just pretty much able to do whatever he wanted, scary, scary. I have been touting that Tyreek Hill is the number two wide receiver pretty much all year. I am on the fact that he is just amazing, and it wouldn't shock me if he ended up as wide receiver one. And I am not a Hill fan outside of uh, him moving to the Dolphins because I found out that he wasn't just a gimmick. And I feel like an idiot, Sam, and I apologize for all the shit I gave you for thinking that Tyreek Hill was good. I'm a moron. For the Patriots, can Bourne be a thing? Can Kendrick Bourne continue to be a fantasy-relevant wide receiver? A few years back, he was in the top 25, um, which is great to see. 